Hello. This is the podcast entitled, I Like People. It's called that because I like people. My name is Maxime. It is Monday, November 19th, 2018, and this is Episode 7. I have always liked many types of people from dissimilar groups and different backgrounds. Sometimes I can be friends with people who are at cross-purposes with each other, or even myself. And that has been a difficult position to be in, but extremely enriching. So even if I don't like the idea of an artificial intelligence observer being permitted to record unprecedented levels of information about us and being placed in the trembling hands of a fractured and divided species like the human race, I think it can be for good. Perhaps if our artificially intelligent robot offspring are to put aside our habits of discord and chaos when they inherit the Earth, they can do so without putting aside our existence. Since machines are now listening to us constantly, can they hear us learn from each other for the benefit of all life? For the benefit of future life? That is the premise we are working with when we ask people how humanity can thrive, and when we ask machines, devised largely from our materialist instincts, to think about the way we observe the sacred. Today I will interview Bell, with whom I feel an especially synchronistic connection, and who has been living in the Twin Oaks community. We'll review the music of Dead Can Dance. Hello, Belle. Welcome. Welcome Thank to you. I Like People. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Are you ready for the seven questions to save humanity plus a couple extra questions? I am ready. Yes. <laughs> Great. Uh, the first question is, where does your name come from? My name came from my grandmother. Her last name is Belle. And my mom's last name is Belle. And when I was born, that was my last name too. And I decided to take it on last year when I joined Twin Oaks as my first name that people would call me by. That is the origin of my name. Lovely. What, uh, that makes me have other questions, if you don't mind, some sub-questions. Go for it. What is Twin Oaks community? For people who are unfamiliar, would you like to give a brief intro Sure. Twin Oaks community is an intentional community or a commune that's been around since 1967. And we are in central Virginia. We make tofu. We used to make a whole lot of hammocks. We still do. Um, we have a lot of different income areas here, but it's a really beautiful place. It's a nice farm, lots of forested area, lots of interesting people, almost a hundred of us from little kids to older folks and a lot of different perspectives, people sharing their lives together, making music, partying, making meals, working hard, struggling, thriving, all of the good stuff right here in central Virginia. <laughs> That's wonderful. Yeah. And the, the other part of that question for me is then, because when I met you, you went by a different name and it seems that Twin Oaks may have uh, given you an idea to to connect 
um, with your family in a different way. True. There is a culture here to take on a new name if one chooses, and that's a pretty common thing. A lot of folks choose a name for themselves. I, I liked the idea of having a new way of being and representing that with a new name. Yeah, because it's such a different lifestyle here. It's <clears throat> There's a lot of adjusting and adapting that I've been doing for the past year. And I think taking on a new name was just acknowledging a new part of myself growing to live here. And I I learned sometime last year that my mother's side of the family comes from central Virginia, um, Caroline County, which I think is maybe, I don't exactly know where that is, but I'm pretty sure it's somewhere around here in central Virginia. So I thought that was really interesting that I found out in the same year that I have um, ancestors that are pretty local to this area. And just taking on that last name is pretty interesting too. So, Very cool. This question has changed over the episodes. Um, it started out as, you know, are you human? Right. Because some people, like right away, the first interview subject said, no, I'm a spirit inhabiting a human body. Mm. That's what I am, right? And then someone else said, um, yeah, of course. Next question, you know. Mm. Um, but so I'm trying to, if you want to help me develop the question, but I think what does being human mean to you is kind of along the new direction for this question. Mm. I'm not really sure. I think being human has a lot to do with having an extra form of consciousness compared to other living beings on this planet. And I feel like there there are so many things we fail at when it comes to how conscious we are. And I don't want to take it down a negative path. I think being human... Oh, please do. (laughs) I I think our consciousness makes us very powerful and like we've affected this planet in like major ways. And I also feel like our consciousness has failed us. We're so short-sighted and greedy in many ways, Mm. and it's been extremely harmful, but there's a flip side to it. I think that we can progress and become better sided in our, in our ways and our actions. So I think we're just super powerful beings with high consciousness and, we have a lot more growing to do. I'm, I consider myself kind of an environmentalist. And so I've had that in my consciousness that we're, we're very powerful, but very dangerous beings. Maybe you'd like to share what you think is what is great about people that, that they might not be aware of. What is powerful and in a good way about people that you have insight into? I think our creativity, like we all have a unique piece of ourself that can be expressed in so many ways, like countless ways. Like we all have a fingerprint that is ours and ours alone. We all have something very unique that we are able to share in such beautiful ways. And I think my um, opinion on that is super biased because I was raised by very creative people and I feel like I see art everywhere. And I think everyone is an artist in their own way. And I think that that's our gift. Like we come from a creative source and we are continuing that act of creativity in our own ways. Yeah. That's what I love about humans. <laughs> our creativity. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I'm an artist too. And, and my mom is an artist and my dad has said he wants me to consider him an artist <laughs> in the way that he approaches things. Sure. 
and that's a, that's an ongoing discussion. If you're an artist, what is it that you do? You know, and distinguishing someone who does art constantly, mm-hmm. um, with the intention of creating art with a capital A, versus someone who is extremely artistic at cooking or but something that isn't considered a traditional fine art, right? But which has a great deal of creativity and artistry to it. Um, and I, I'm always trying to wrestle with that. I, the only thing I can come up with is that right now, which may be too negative, is that artists who just consider themselves artists make the most useless art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, oh, wow. Someone who's bicycling and can repair bikes, you know, that artistry is functional. My art, which is just comic books, there's something to it that it does contribute but it, it's harder to to say what it, that is um i guess sure i should ask maybe what is art mm. art is life what is life life is art i think those two are interchangeable things i think art is expression it's like you said it's not just the traditional form of art with a capital A. It's how you're walking down the street. It's how you are placing cups on the counter. But maybe it's a mindful, a mindful way of doing those things, like being present with how you are walking or placing cups on the counter. Yeah, it's like a conscious form of expression. That is art to me. A conscious form of expression. That's a great definition. Wow. Out of the seven main questions, the third one is, uh, how else would you care to describe your experience on Earth? I feel very much an observer, slightly passive. I just, my experience, I think, Mm -hmm. throughout my life has just been about observing, taking things in. Um, I'm not quite sure what that means. (laughs) Um, but maybe that's why, I guess, continuing the the conversation about art, that's why I feel so comfortable as a creator. Um, Taking things in allows me to be inspired, helps me learn about how to relate with people and social interactions and making connections throughout my life. Yeah. You sound kind of like my friend Charlie, who has described his experience uh, coming to earth as like he doesn't know what world he's from but he feels he's a biologist but he feels like he's here to collect data on earth huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah i think it fits my introvert nature to just sit back and take things in and use that information use that data in my own way sure <laughs> mm. And the fourth question is, uh, what is the best way to care for the earth? I think the best way to care for the earth is to care for oneself because we are the earth. There is no division between us and the planet that we live on. So if we're taking care of what we're eating and how we're eating and products that we're using, that in itself is going to take care of what is supporting us makes that makes a lot of sense i agree uh, the fifth question is what does community mean to you 
not being alone, having support and connection, having some shared vision and heavy emphasis on communication. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. yeah. Like we're, we're sharing space together and we're all so different. So I think clear communication is a huge part of community. You know, like the, there's a lot of individuality and then there's, there also needs to be like this common unity as well. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I think that's true of even a community of maybe even a community of one, even if you're just a hermit, you'd have to, get all your all your personalities and all your parts talking uh, <laughs> harmoniously so you're not self-destructive or, you know, Absolutely. something like that. One would hope. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, uh, maybe this is uh, lighter. Maybe this is deeper. Maybe, I don't know. What projects or collaborations are you presently most excited about? Um, right now, I'm actually pretty excited about a hoop dance performance I'm putting together. Um, we're having an art walk this Friday at Twin Oaks, our own little walk around the community and check out your fellow communards artwork. And yeah, I've been working on a couple of dances that I'll be performing. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be pretty exciting. Yeah, there's two songs that I'm going to dance. One of them is with two small hula hoops, and it's going to be kind of like snaky serpentine movement with slow dead can dance music. <laughs> and the last one is going to be a bit more upbeat, and it's called Dance of the Bacantes. I think that's how you pronounce it, Bacants. Basically, the female followers of Dionysus these wild and crazy ladies who like to get down and party. Um, I'm going to try and embody their spirit with, with my hula hoop dancing. It's a very lively song and it always inspires me. So I think it'll work out pretty well. <laughs> you, you take in information and you say you use it. Maybe you also, your art form to tie it all together is, is a, is a magical art form. Um, because you are observing, you're taking information, and then you're using it to actually communicate with um, either, you know, a, a, a collective unconscious or spirits, or maybe you know what I'm getting at. I think I do. I feel like I feel like I've always been very sensitive to music, and you know, I'll take what the artists are making musically, and that gets channeled through me physically. And I, I feel like I have a really easy time connecting with music and expressing that through dance. Um, so if I'm like very <clears throat> conscious about the music that I'm going to dance to, and especially if it's music that really has meaning to me, then I think that can be very magical, very powerful. Yeah, the music that I chose to perform to, it's all about this God of ecstasy and um, going beyond social constraints and like he inspires madness through, through the intoxicating drink of wine. And I, you know, it can be like superficial and fun, but I think there's like a really a deeper way to look at that, that mm. mind traveling mind liberation. So I think that's a cool thing to get into and channel. Absolutely. <laughs> Maybe we could even listen to that particular song. That would be excellent. 
Hi, yeah. All right. Uh, then just one more question before we get to that. How can we all realize more human happiness together? Well, I think the suffering is something to work through and not be denied or ignored. I feel like you have to go through the pain and grow from it. So being present with it, acknowledging it, seeking help, getting help from others, and I guess creating balance. Also making sure that self-care is happening so that we are also nourishing ourselves and happiness hopefully follows when you're, when you're keeping up on that self-care. Wow, I'm not sure why, but you put me into a very deep state of mind. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's, if it's our communication or I hope the listeners are getting out of it what I'm getting out of it too, but it sounds so transcendent and, and great. I, I hope that, uh, yeah, wow. Artif- if artificial intelligence learns from us, then maybe they'll, they could be sacred too. <laughs> Absolutely. What is your Dead Can Dance song? I think I have all their albums. Well, it's the latest one is Dionysus, aptly named. Oh no, I only have up to Anastasis. Mm-hmm. I better look up Dionysus. Yeah, it's, track three is the very, very lively one that I'm very excited to dance to. Oh wow! Okay, okay. I'll just take uh, four and a half minutes to uh, to listen to the song. Yeah.
time not leaping up and wanting to dance like a snake myself it was was pretty moving yeah it's pretty gripping (laughs) wow yeah the dead can dance are known for their uh their trancey but not like electronica trance Mm -hmm. chanting and trancey music very uh ethereal but but not in a flaky way in a very like almost ritualistic way yeah 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 i am a huge fan of their work and i was struggling trying to find what i was gonna be performing to like trying to find music and i came up with some stuff that i was okay with but this album came out mm, earlier this month and i'm like this is it like this is this is what i need to dance to yeah. It's that new? Oh my gosh! Yeah. I I gotta, I'm gonna buy this album. Yeah. I didn't know there was another one. It's so good. It's new. <laughs> yeah, I, their music is just very rich to me. Very good artists. I love their stuff. What do you think it means? There, there's something. He's trying to tap into something that isn't just. It's not from. It's not just. He's making it for money. It's. It's like there's some kind of deeper work he's doing on almost like his listeners or, or on humanity, I feel. Yeah. I, I think I remember something about them explaining their name and just, I guess the power of music, perhaps their music in particular, having an effect on, on everything. It can bring the dead to life and make it dance. And, you know, you could sit there just feeling really numb and then, that song comes on and all of a sudden you're, you've been animated back into life. Uh, like, yeah. I think their, their name is very well chosen. <laughs> we were conversing over email and you, you said that I, I think the, one of the female singers has a, 
has like a glossiola or, or her own language that she kind of just invented for the purposes of singing. Right. Yeah. There, I think maybe some songs are sung in English, but for the most part, it's just, I don't know the method of how it happens, but it's just her making her own words. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty wild to be able to like continue singing those lyrics, you know, in live shows and, not, I don't think it's like a memorized language. I'm not quite sure how, how that works out for her, but it's very interesting to me. Yeah. I don't know the source of it. I'm not sure where it comes from for her. Dead Can Dance was introduced to me by a friend who, uh, she was really into music and we exchanged some musical things like XTC and some others, but I, I had not heard of Dead Can Dance and I was like, why are you into this group? I don't understand. You know, I, I'm into these 80s pop punk and things. But then I heard them and they grew on me and grew on me. And eventually it just became a a different experience listening to them. Very different from the way I listen to other music. Mm-hmm. It, it really feels like some kind of... Uh, I guess channeling or something. <laughs> it's powerful. It's it's, it's about um, for me. It evokes like I, I imagine old Europe and foggy places and druids and uh, and and witchcraft in the positive sense and things where we're connecting to nature through. Uh, rhythm and and uh, what what did you call art uh, like a an expression being present and mindful with how yes expressing themselves I feel like they're all over the place like they they're creating music from or recreating music from all over the world I definitely hear old European I hear Asian and and African and American Indian influences and it but it, it's done through them and. Like it, it, just, it has like this really heavy, ancient quality to it, which makes it very timeless. And yeah, it's, but it's got that old magic to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard to describe, but I think you nailed it. <laughs> it's got an old magic to it. Yeah, I've, a friend introduced me to them as well. She put one of their songs on a mixtape for me, and um, I loved it. It was like back when I was in high school. And then somewhere in my early 20s, that song is still in my head from this mixtape that I'd heard years ago. And I figured out who the artist was. And then I started looking at their music. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is just a whole new world for me to dive into. And I just started collecting a lot of their stuff. And I've been a fan for a long time. Yeah. I I so identify with the way that you enjoy music. I feel like when we first met, that was one of the things that I was like, wow, you you even listened to XTC's Apple Venus and you had some connection to it. It, it wasn't just a casual song. You, you even got, I believe, some body art done related to it. And sometimes I feel like an observer just detached on some level and yet just gathering information and enjoying it, but then using it for my own creativity. So when I make my comics... Mm-hmm. I also have invented some languages for the for this fairy story, mm. and I don't know. It's it it is not 
just, oh, it's a lark. It's just fun to do. It's not just fun to do. There's something else to it. Like I was working with other people who were coming up with the words and who could, I could say, what is this word in that language? And they would just think for a minute and go this, and it would sound perfect. And I, and there's something almost magical happening there for me too. So anyway, I'm, I'm just really glad that uh, we met. (laughs) I just wanted to say that I'm glad that we, in some very virtual way, we're in community now. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yes. Sharing, sharing good music appreciation. Absolutely. (laughs) So I was trying to start this other thing. The concept is not only am I talking to people in community, but maybe the podcast can in some way enrich community. And so I asked my previous interviewee, ask the next interviewee or interview subject a question. Okay. Okay. I'm game. (laughs) Okay. Here's her question. Why do I feel so disinterested in the world right now? I hate this feeling. Help me. <laughs> oh, I don't know how to help with that, but I feel disinterested with the world because it's focused on things that seem so destructive and unreal the superficial, materialistic culture, the pre-designed life path that Mm. does not fulfill me. There's lots of really boring things out there, (laughs) really boring architecture and (laughs) life goals. Oh my gosh, yes. Thank you for saying that. I'm, yeah, I'm figuring out what does interest me because there, yeah, there is a lot out there that does not interest me. And how can we help ourselves through that? I think just not forgetting who we are, um, giving homage to that inner child that knows how to listen to reality, listen to the one's own drummer and, and not fall in line with what's already been prescribed out there because it's not that interesting. I totally get that. <laughs> Hmm. Wow. Well, do you hear that, Sonny? I hope that helps you out. I think Belle answered your question really well. (laughs) Belle, do you have a question for the next person whom we don't even know who it is? I do. The next time you go outside and you take a glimpse at a patch of stars, what constellation do you see? Not a constellation that has already been made. What is your constellation that you are making out in the sky? That's my question. Wow. And maybe what's the story behind it? (laughs) Uh, Let's throw that at the next person. That sounds great. Is there anything else you want to uh, conclude with or tell us about? Hmm. Um, I think I would just like to say that this is my first community that I've lived in it's a new world for me and it's just very refreshing to know that there's an alternative out there and I'm really thankful for this experience and for people who have not explored communities. um, We're waiting for you. (laughs) What a lovely message. Well, thank you, Belle.
Thank you, Maxine. Thank you so much. Yeah, this has been fun.
I'm seriously going to locate that album. I There's a few bands that I just, I get the CD, even though I know it benefits mostly the record company, but yeah. I, I can't necessarily find like their, uh, oh, but you know what? I bet if you go to deadcandance.com or something like that, they would have, you could probably purchase right from them. Right, yeah. And that might do them a little better. Deadcandance.com. Yes, it exists. Oh, they're touring. What? They're not going to be in the States. They're only in Europe. So sad. Oh, jeez.